And nice to have him back in the studio. It's Chris Warpole uh, joining us from Queenstown Medical Union for uh, Pharmacy Moments. G'day, mate. Well, good to see you. Good to see your hey, smiling mate. face, mate. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's good to yes. see you too, mate. Big Thank smiles you. all around. It's oh, good to yeah. be here. Yeah. yeah, you're always beaming when you come in here. It's great. Oh, it gives me, gives me a lot of mate. confidence, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. All right, good. so we're going we're gonna to talk more about COVID and specifically the situation in New South Wales, although I might uh, add that it's uh, really good news that we've... Um, Closed, uh, opened our borders to Queensland, so things are on the improve there. Yeah, that's good news, Scurvo. Um, New South Wales, the numbers there are increasing exponentially. They've got a significant amount of community um, numbers, community spread numbers, um, there as well as active cases at the moment. And uh, don't know about the latest data around the number of people in hospital or in intensive care or no, on ventilators. Right. But of course, as we know, as the numbers increase, um, to this extent, Scurvo, in terms of what's happening in New South Wales, then what happens then is that the public hospital systems mm. and the private hospital systems start to ramp up in terms of their caseload and their numbers. So it's um, it's going to be an interesting uh, how New South Wales deals with this situation. And in total lockdown at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they are. That's yep. right. And it is uh, yeah, right across New South Wales, which is probably what they should have done a while ago, but I don't want to judge them because I think they're just under so much pressure. I wouldn't want to be in that position. No, but the, the interesting thing about what's happening in New South Wales, Scovo, is that could easily happen in Tasmania. Oh, absolutely. We are absolute sitting ducks at the moment in mm. terms of where we're at. We've dodged so, the bullet so far, but that could change. And this is this could. is the point, and this is why it's so important to get vaccinated and to use the QR codes as well, so we can uh, trace people as soon as we, or the government can, as soon as as, as they can, and uh, being able to just sort of nip it in the bud. I mean, yeah, it's it's just paramount, really. Absolutely. Interestingly, we've got some statistics around the uh, where we're at at the moment, mm. um, Scurvo. So. In Tassie at the moment, thirty. this is data as of last Sunday, the 15th of August, so mm-hmm. 32.3% of our population over 16 years of age have had both doses of the COVID vaccination. So in order to get to um, the 80% target, we've still got to vaccinate another 50% of our population. Mm. So we're getting there, but we need to ramp those numbers up as much as possible. Yeah. And if you actually drill down the numbers to... Northwest and West Coast numbers, Scurvo, which is interesting, 21.8% of our community on the West and Northwest of Tasmania um, have had their second dose of right. uh, COVID vaccination and therefore are fully vaccinated. So we've still got a long way to go mm-hmm. um, and we want to try and shout out to everybody to get vaccinated so that we can get those numbers up mm. as possible and therefore in the event that we do have a community outbreak that we are adequately protected. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, you, you've only got to look at um, how quickly the um, the viruses, um, you know, the Delta virus has actually, uh, you know, spread across New South Wales. Delta, obviously, I mean, we know that it is easier to contract, but it's a, a, a contract, but it's also obviously quicker to spread too, I've noticed. Absolutely. There's been no exact, this is an interesting point though, Scurvo, there's been no examples of any community that's been able to successfully eradicate uh, the Delta strain from their mm. community. Once it's in, it stays in. And this is the really, really difficult situation with it. Um, when you come back to, we come back to the numbers, um, Scurvo, there's some interesting um, data that's come out from the UK. It's called the REACT study. And what they've um, determined is that um, people who are fully vaccinated, of course, are less likely to pass the virus onto others. 
So therefore, what that's saying is that um, it's important to get for communities to get vaccinated because there is some evidence that shows that it does reduce community spread. And that data has come out from using the Delta um, strain. So it's data from this year. It's fresh information. Um, and, uh, and so that's important to know. So a vaccinated community is less likely to have community spread of the COVID vac- of the COVID virus compared with an unvaccinated mm, community, mm. so it is important. Yep. Now we did. We were chatting off air bef- uh, before about people who are hesitant to have the uh, the vaccines for whatever reason. Mm. But you've got some interesting statistics to state that 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 percentage is actually coming down in terms of, of the, those people. Yeah. So interestingly, early on um, with uh, these outbreaks, um, the the proportion of people in our community who had vaccine hesitancy was relatively high. It was sort of around the 15% or thereabouts. Um, but now, um, interestingly enough, some, some new information that's come out that it's almost down to about 5% of the population. So the number of people who are, um, who are wanting to have the vaccine um, who previously weren't quite sure about it are now starting to increase. Um, and uh, so, that's, so that's interesting information mm. there. Mm. But there's also um, a proportion of people who, of course, the anti-vaxxers who don't want to get vaccinated at all. Yes. Um, but what we want to do is we want to, of course, um, encourage people to look at the evidence base understand the science, listen to the evidence-based information that comes out from public health officials, um, epidemiologists, eminent people who are experts in their field, Mm. listen to the science, understand it. And importantly, the shout-out is get the jab, and get vaccinated. Yeah, absolutely. And so you can protect yourself, not only yourself, of course, but your, your friends, family. your yeah. family, and everyone in the community. Yeah, I guess what the motivation should be is, okay, if you're not so worried about yourself, that's fine. The people around you, your, your family, your, your loved ones, your best mate, whatever, you know, the people you work with, I mean, surely they're, they're imp- uh, more important. They are, yeah. Scovo. And we, we've seen, of course, with the Delta strain, um, it, uh, has, it, it kills people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s and 90s. It doesn't 90s. discriminate. It doesn't discriminate between age. No. It doesn't discriminate between gender or religion or geography, okay? It, is, it, it has the capacity to infect mm. everyone um, and it has some yeah. terrible outcomes, of course. So, um, yeah, get vaccinated. Absolutely. Now, uh, uh, from your observation, certainly from my observation, people are using the uh, QN uh, apps uh, all right. So uh, there's been no issue there, particularly on the West Coast? No. Um, well, interestingly, with our digital inclusion rate um, on the West Coast, probably about 45, 50% of people on the West Coast who have some form of digital um, medium within their home, mm-hmm. be it either a mobile phone or a laptop computer or any computer really for that matter. Um, the numbers are fairly small, but interestingly enough, a lot of people are using their mobile phones, which is good. Yep. And we want to thank um, the community for um, cooperating in regard to using their mobile phones to scan yep. the QR code. Yep at the front um, of our pharmacy and also scanning, of course, when they come in at the Scripps In, Scripps Out counters. And uh, we know it's something new. We know it's something that no one's ever done before. It's a new thing. And we really appreciate um, everybody doing that for the health and safety of everybody. But also, of course, those people who haven't got mobile phones, we've been more than happy to be able to jot down the time when they came in, um, the name and mobile phone number, contact number. On a, on, a, on a handwritten pad. Yep. So it's all good. And we're, we're really appreciative of that as a business. And yep. uh, I think it's really um, good that all the businesses, as many businesses as possible on the West Coast, are also participating in that yep. um, to make sure that everybody's mm-hmm. safe. Were you like me a little bit worried when you heard about the people that had deliberately, you know, lied about coming in, you know, 
Uh, and there had been a few that we obviously were hearing from all of a sudden that were coming in, despite the fact that they were told not to, you know, the whole... I mean, it's... I just... Yeah, it beggars belief why people would do that and think that they would be able to get away with it. Yeah, it's interesting. I would have thought that you'd come back to what the process is. So yes. When pe- prior to people boarding an aircraft in, in sort of Victoria one would have thought that they would have had to produce their G2G yeah. pass at that point and then be a determination mm. as to whether they can actually get on the plane. Yes. Um, but it sounds like that process is not happening. This process is happening within the state when they actually arrive. Yes. Um, mm. And they're checking their passes and therefore being told to yes. return back to where they came from. So it's all about the process. It just seems a bit... Um, a bit, you know, unusual. Yeah, it does. And uh, to me, it's a worry because we are doing, I think we're doing so well here in Tassie, keeping it out so far. But, I mean, something like that could change us immediately. And, um, yeah. I well, just, it could. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, Skirvo. It's, it, it's, it only takes one case mm. to come in and, and therefore go into the community and could ramp this whole situation up and get it out of control. Yep. So um, we're in a good uh, good space at the moment. Um, luckily, we've got um, a stretch of water right around us, which yeah, that helps. does help does us to help. a significant <laughs> degree. But the, the really important thing is for, um, for us to be vaccinated. Mm. Our vaccination mm. rate is quite low at the moment. Yep. But if we can get that up to the 80% um, level, then that's got to be good. Mm. So that will hopefully, therefore... Um, provide us with increasing mm. protection. But, of course, even, even with that, though, vac- um, Scovo, the vac- vaccination is one part of the overall picture. Yeah. Um, what we're also talking about is um, social distancing, yes. good sneezing um, etiquette, yep. um, good hand hygiene. We've got to keep that up. That, we've got to keep yeah. that up. That's really important. They're mm. really important tools. Um, and they, what we've got to do is limit movement as much as possible, yeah. of course, in the event that yeah. we do have a community outbreak. Absolutely. It's all about minimising interactions between people because, mm. of course, the virus transmits from person to person with close contact. Yep, exactly. And Delta being highly infectious makes yes. it even more increasingly likely that people can get infected. And the other thing is that the uh, reason why it's important that we vaccinate and protect ourselves is, is that we just can't afford to go into another lockdown here in Tassie, I don't think. No, we can't. Economically, it is very, very expensive, we know. But we know that it's the only strategy that we can use um, to try and limit um, the numbers, the number of uh, cases in the community and the number of um, active cases. So lockdowns are extraordinarily expensive. Yes. Um, and so if we can prevent this happening as much as possible, um, then that's got to be yeah. a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, in, in all, I think we just should say keep up the good work, Tassie, because I think we're doing a good job in, in the main. Big shout out to everybody. Yeah. yeah. And of course, um, a reminder too for, for Scurvo that the um, that the COVID um, vaccine hub is still going at the old medical union building at the yep. corner of Cutton and Six Streets here in Queenstown. There's also a, a vaccine hub. Was it over in, in, Zian, in Zian? Yeah, the Zian uh, Town Hall. So Oka, Oka are, um conducting clinics there as well. So yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. Um, well done to the Oka team for for doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and they're still running it for both Pfizer and AstraZeneca as well. So thank you for joining us today. Appreciate your time, and uh, we'll have another chat in a couple of weeks. Look forward to it, okay. Thanks, buddy. Good on you, Chris. Chris Warpole from Queenstown Medical... Uh, Medical Union joining us this morning for another uh, Pharmacy Moments here on 7XS.